Welcome to another episode of the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. I'm Pamela and I breed British Shorthairs in Perth, Western Australia. I have a real passion for cat breeding and exhibiting and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you. I'm on a mission to help new cat breeders go from feeling intimidated, confused and having trouble getting started to confidently breeding happy and healthy cats whilst enjoying this amazing hobby. Before we get started, make sure you visit my website and download your copy of my helpful guide, Advice to New Breeders, where experienced breeders share some great tips they wish someone told them when they started breeding. You can find the link on my homepage at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. Just look for the picture of Angelica with her kittens. People outside of our hobby tend to think that we just have um, litters of kittens after litter of kittens um, specifically to be selling them to people. And really, if you're a true hobby breeder, um, that's never going to be the reason why you're having litters. If you're like me and my hobby is about showing cats and I really enjoy that, that's a huge part of my hobby. The having kittens is actually just the byproduct of trying to breed a really good show cat. And the byproduct of that then needs to find fabulous homes and so they get sold. So the outside looking in is that we're actually breeding for the purpose of, of kittens going to new homes. But the real purpose is actually for kittens that we will keep ourselves. It's just that you can't have that one litter a year where you get the one perfect kitten that you can then show for the year. It doesn't work that way. You have to have a few before you can get the ones you want. And I wanted to talk to you about um, always having a purpose when it comes to doing matings. Now, this is something that I've speak, spoken about before and I'll speak about again, about having a purpose to what you're doing because it makes it really easy for you to then make decisions about what cats to keep and what cats that you no longer need to keep. And when I say no longer need to keep, I mean the cats that you're going to retire into a fabulous pet home where they can have a wonderful pet life. So when you're making your breeding plans, what I do every year is I actually have a spreadsheet that I set up and I have all of my breeding plans in there and all of my matings in there and I do manage all of my cats from that particular um, spot. And I make decisions. So I make plans of the matings I'm going to do. And I never want you as a new breeder, I never want you to just be someone that's just sticking two cats together because this one's calling and that one's got, that one's available. So I'm just going to put this girl in with that with that boy because I can. And I also never want you to be someone that just keeps doing that same mating year after year after year until the cats are too old to do it anymore. You know, I don't want you to be that person either because really you have a litter, um, and this is actually a good breeding tool, you can have a litter and then wait till they grow up. And sometimes the first litter that you have, it's a little bit of a risk to do it this way, um, but you might have a litter of kittens um, and you might have them all go to pet, go as pets to pet homes, but keep in touch with the owners, see how they look and see whether or not that was a good litter and then repeat the mating and keep something for yourself. Or you can do the reverse of that. You can actually do the mating and keep something for yourself and wait to see how it develops and then um, decide whether or not you'll do, you would do that mating again or you maybe desex that particular cat because it didn't work out how you wanted it to work out and they weren't actually the show cat with the type or the temperament that you wanted. So um, you can do it either way, that's fine. But Sometimes having those um, cats there, you can make choices about what you're going to do in the future as well. And if you've seen something and it's grown up, that's helpful. It happens sometimes that you might be looking for something in a litter. You might need um, 
in my situation, maybe I want to breed a cat that's a certain blood type because it's I don't want to have to do the mixed blood type matings for that particular group of cats. So I'll be looking for something, say I might be looking for a B blood type and I get a litter that are all A and they all go to pet homes, but then I know when they grow up, I can see them and I can decide whether or not I might want to keep something from that and whether it's worth doing that litter again. Now, if all of them, I get photos of them at a year old and think, ooh, no, that's not something I want to repeat, then I won't do it. But I do have a purpose written down for every mating that I do. And um, all of those matings are something like um, to breed a B blood type stud, um, to breed a chocolate that carries cinnamon, to breed um, a dilute cat so that I have dilute cats, to breed a solid cat so that I don't have dilute cats. Um, or maybe it might be this one has to go to this one because they both carry, um, we, you know, we don't want to put the two carriers together to produce a long hair cat. So all of those factors go into this, um, these this plan basically and I put things in there about what they carry and what their blood types are and, and what my purposes are and I've actually had things like um, I've had written down in there the purpose of the litter is because I want to breed a really friendly um, stud cat I want to breed a stud cat with a really with a really good temperament so it doesn't have to be like a physical characteristic it can be something to do with their personality as well and I've also done litters where it has been because one of my owners has wanted a particular kitten as well. And I have had, I think I've done it maybe once or twice where I've actually done a mating and repeated a mating because they wanted to get a sibling. And it's been, you know, like it's been, well, I really like those kittens and I'd like to see what I could get again. So I've done a mating for them in that regard. When I have done matings though that are just because I want to, you know, sell kittens, which I've only done like about twice. I think because I had so many people waiting and I think a lot of them that were waiting were people that were already owners of my kittens so that was probably what influenced me when I have done that and I've thought oh you know if I just had a, a litter of you know five or six then I could just make these people happy and then I could move forward um, every time I've done that I've got like a litter of one and I think that's karma telling me that that's not the way to do things the way to do things is to have that that plan to have that way that you're looking to go forward that I've had um, plans like I need to breed a female that isn't related to this particular male so that I can use that particular male because I want to use that particular male. Like I've had a boy that I've kept and the only girls that I've had that have been able to go with him have been, re have been related or wrong blood type. So I've had to breed a female for that particular male or I've had to breed a male for a particular female. And it's because there's something special about that other cat that I want to capture and I need to have the, the right cat to go with them. And you might be working with other breeders and maybe um, one of the purposes for your matings is because um, you want to breed a particular cat for somebody else. And that can be a thing as well. But what I really don't think is ever going to be okay with me is just breeding cats for the sake of breeding cats and having the same same mating over and over and over just to be able to sell kittens. That's 
that's just not how I think this hobby should be. This hobby should work. Um, it's about, and, and, and it's fine to do that for learning purposes and it's fine to do that because you maybe you didn't get what you wanted in that litter. That's always going to be the case. You will have litters where you sell every single kitten in that litter as a pet because, or a show cat, or if you sell for breeding as a breeding cat, because what you were trying to achieve didn't, didn't pop up in that litter. Um, unless, of course, like I said, the Russian breeders where it's all blue and they just get blue. Blue, 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 blue. So they just, and that still happens to them. They might have, you know, a litter of six boys and they just really needed a girl. So that can happen to everybody, really. Even if you've got very few variables, <laughs> cats don't do maths and they will not give you an even split of those things. But when you have a lot of variables, it can be a waiting game to get what you want. And sometimes you have to do a lot of matings to get what you want, to get to, get to where you want to go. But you just really need to be clear on what it is that you're doing. What, why are you doing it? And I hear often, I, I get asked about colours and patterns about new breeders all the time. And they say, what will happen if I put this cat and this cat together? Or I really want to breed these. Can I breed, will I get these from these cats? I'm like, no, you won't. A really good example of that is is in British Shorthairs, at the moment, the flavour of the month is silvers and goldens. But you can't um, breed silvers and goldens if you're going to be putting them back to solids and colour points. You know, you're going to get something different. Um, you have to then breed them back to each other to get back to where you started. And you need to have the right cats there to be able to produce what you want to do. And that's a really good point to make is that in doing all of this planning, you will work out where the gaps are. What do you need to get where you want to go? And you can ask other people for advice about that and you can work out, you know, if you're not really sure about the DNA and everything, there's plenty of us that will help you. Um, so you need to work out the gaps to to work out, you know, to get to your end goal. But you also will find out if there's cats that you um, don't necessarily need anymore to get to that place. Maybe you've got a boy and you've kept his son and his son is the same blood type and carries the same colours that he does. So why do you need two cats the same, especially when they're related? Maybe one of those cats, the better of the two will stay with you. The one that's got the temperament that's good for showing or good for breeding or whatever your plans are. And the other one could go and have a life that's a wonderful life as a pet. So, yeah, that's a little bit to think about. Um, always, always have those plans in mind. And when you're choosing to do your matings, and I like to do it well, and, and I like to do it, I actually sometimes do it when they're all calling, and I think, oh, God, I've got to do it. But I will sit down and I will do it all at once and I'll work out, okay, which girls do I have, which boys do I have, who's going with who and why. Always think about the why because that's a really important thing to think about. Um, I hope that's got you thinking as well. And if you have any other questions, anything else you want to know, comment in the comments. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you're thinking. Um, tell me if that was helpful and ask me any other questions you have. You can also find me on my socials and ask me there. Okay, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you visit www.catbreedingforbeginners.com where you can find articles, guides, courses and more. Plus, make sure you check out my amazing new cat breeders club. It's a supportive space where new cat breeders can learn, share and help each other. I only take new members a few times a year, so sign up to make sure you don't miss out.